medium ghetto intelligent her conversation so once you come hang with the gang relatable topics from coming up both to the nonsense they all come along with these dames from trust ones to trap and we cover it all and we're laughter so watch you come grab you a seat from also othello you know that we medium ghetto and nothing can even compete yeah Welcome to the Medium Ghetto Podcast with your host, Jamar. How y'all doing tonight? How y'all doing tonight? But with that being said, this is going to be a, a popping episode. We're going to be talking about the victim mentality. I need you to stop being hoes. I need you to stop taking everything personal that people say to y'all. I just need y'all to stop complaining so damn much. It's always a problem with everything. If it's not one thing, it's another. Those type of people, man. And listen... This this is this episode is gonna be coming from the heart. But first, well, this is gonna be coming from the heart is this. I wanna say thank you to everyone who subscribed to my YouTube channel. Thank you to everyone who's always sharing my content. Thank you to everyone who's been sharing the hell out of my shorts, hit twenty thousand views in shorts alone. Um just in like the last two weeks. Really appreciate everything you guys are doing. Thank you for all the downloads, thank you for all the love, thank you for all the comments, thank you for all the ratings, thank you for everything i really appreciate everyone who's part of this medium ghetto channel thank you so much if you want to have certain drinks reviews let me know if you want to be on a podcast let me know let me know if you want to be a part of the movement i'm going to start doing medium ghetto episodes like live episodes every monday night um but around probably around 8 p.m eastern uh, if you're interested in that let me know and we can um, pop up. If you're in the Philly area, let me know as well. We can link up. We can chat. We can talk. I'm always about collaboration. Collaboration is elevation. And let's do it. So first off, first off, right? The reason why this episode, I'm talking about the victim mindset right now. I'm actually coming with a book about being the victim and the victim mindset. And a lot of us, I'm from, like, I'm from the hood, right? A lot of us stay in that victim mode our whole life because life is just continuously rough. You constantly, all you, all you know is what you see and what you're raised on, right? That's all you know until you're exposed to other things. You guys need to get exposed to different things so you can elevate. The more elevating things you get exposed to, your mind will never go back the same and your world will always be different. You will think different. You will behave different. The reason you don't do better is because you don't know better. So the, the key thing first before you Let's say podcasters, for instance, the key thing you, you do before you start buying stuff, you, you research, you talk to the experts, you talk to the people who are moving, grooving and making these changes. I'm actually doing this episode off of an iPhone for the first time ever. So this is an iPhone video. It's better than my 4K webcam video. It's dope. So I'm actually hooking this up to my, um, my Mac and shooting everything, recording everything just from my iPhone and I'm linking my equipment to my computer so it's dope just figuring it out and i really want to say thank you to everyone at the podcast somebody that taught me techniques like this because at one point i was like i don't know if i could do this yet because i didn't have this this and this and this and they told me they showed i showed my whole setup told me how to use my whole setup more than i can ever do they unlocked a lot in me and they took a lot of the victim mindset that i had at that moment being a new podcaster they took that out of me. A lot of times when you're when you're newer at things, you you think down on yourself. You don't realize how fast you can grow as a person if you get around the right people. And it's kind of like being a victim, right? Uh, you're you're they're blaming your situation for how bad your podcast is. 
right? Instead of saying, yo, what do I need to make this podcast better? Which I did. Um, shout out to shitty thumbnails or whatever. But I digress more to an episode, right? So we're going to go over 11 signs of a victim, right? I might even just do five, to be honest. So the first one is this. They are constantly blaming other people or situations for feeling miserable. So you ever had a... I'm ha- I'm seeing this a lot, right? So it's so many of us that are trying to be the one. We're trying to be the one in our friend group, our family group, every, everything to make it. We're making everything about us, right? Our successes. Why aren't you supporting my success? If you support my success more, I'll be more successful. The reason I'm not... I don't think my friends like me because they're not supporting my success and you're... You're bumming yourself down. You're creating these fake scenarios in your mind, which is making you miserable. And the more miserable you are, the more it's draining you from the creative energy you could be using to build your platform. Stop doing that. Use that energy to build your platform. Stop letting the block blaming people and creating these false, these, these false ideas, which are creating these real emotions. Cause what you're feeling is going to feel real to you. If that makes sense. For instance, so if I'm for me, right? So my weekends, I'm either bartending, I'm either doing a food festival, I'm either doing a podcast event, I'm always working. That does not mean I don't still don't care about my friends, my family, but some of them, they are taking it personal. Don't take it personal, right? And I'm, I know many of my friends and family they don't, they don't share my podcast, right? A lot of the things, a lot of the growth over time came from strangers and I had to be cool with that. I remember I sold a thousand bottles of hot sauce before my mother purchased one bottle of hot sauce. Everyone bought the hot sauce before my family and friends purchased the hot sauce. And if I would have been like, man, no one's supporting me. Um, I can't do this. If my friends don't believe in me, then why should I believe in me? If I said that, I would have, I would have never sold a thousand bottles of hot sauce within my first two to three months. It was. It was crazy, right? So check out Lost in the Sauce Hot Sauce, lostinthesauce.store. Um, definitely check us out. Buy some hot sauce. We got the Trinidad. We got mango pineapple. We got peri-peri sauce. Apparently, peri-peri sauce takes great on the shoe. And we're in five stores in the Philadelphia area. Come check us out. But again, I would not be able to do that if I would have just bum, gotten a rut, um, had this woe is me story about everything that I was doing, right? And I wouldn't have, I would have really believed that I would have, I would have adopted this thing called this life is against me philosophy. And this is a big time philosophy that I see with a scarce mindset, right? And scarce mindsets won't get you far. I'm realizing the more generous you are um, with partnering with people and helping other people grow, the more you'll grow. The more you're trying to pit other people on with you, the more you'll grow. Because their capabilities grow and them linked up with your, your opportunity and y'all got more collaborative capabilities. It's going to be amazing results, right? So another thing my grandfather taught me was this when I was a kid. So my grandfather, um, was married to my grandmother and I never seen my grandmother have a job her entire, my entire life. Still to this point, she's never had a job. I don't even know if she ever had a job in her life. I still haven't even asked her, but. What he did was this. He taught me a, a lesson, right? Results are up to the man, right? So results are up to the man. You can't look nowhere else for the results that you were getting. Those results are up to you. You can't get mad at the results you didn't get from the work you did not do. Every day he would go 
Every day he would contribute to his household by creating and bringing and nurturing a household. He would do things in this. He took full ownership of the relationship. He would never argue in front of us. I've never seen him argue. I probably heard him upstairs a little bit. This, this and that. And it was a great experience seeing things like that. But the number one lesson is this. He taught me that the results are up to you, right? And he really got that life is against me philosophy out me at a young age. But listen, I got it. I adapted it back in me. When I start hanging out with other people who are like, yo, man, when that we couldn't get the clothes we wanted, we didn't have anything at the household to do. And so my mom came back and she bought a bunch of video games and stuff. But I digress. We always had life was against this mentality. And that stemmed some of my friends into gangs. That stemmed some of my friends into loneliness, depression, um, going through adolescence, some people suicide. And it just felt like, what was me all the time. And once you get that life is against me club, everyone's going to join it. Once you see, I remember this time, right? So I've never, so in the last three years, I, I like just took this mindset away. My car broke down, right? And my job, my job's like 30 minutes away, all highway. I have no way to get to work. So pretty much at this point, if you've been like three days of a job row, you pretty much fired and having the PTO to have nothing. I could be as well as me. But at this time, I was, um, I think I was dating somebody and I literally told him, yo, I'm probably going to be as, I'm not going to be around as much in person because I got to do double time to get this money to get a car. So I took priority in my life to get myself right before I even tried to link up with somebody. I didn't, I understood if I wanted the results, it was up to me. I threw away the whole victim mentality. I could have been cynical. I could have been pessimistic. I could have been like, oh man, I ain't got no money in my bank account. I ain't got nothing going on, but I created results to get me a car back. And afterwards, I link with the person. We chilled and things like that. And one thing like this too, I remember another story was selling hot sauce and getting food together. I never thought that other people were purposely trying to, trying to hurt me, right? So if you... I have so many friends that are DJs. I have so many friends that are entertainers. I have so many friends that are cooks. I have so many friends who live far away. And a lot of my friends, they never thought like, yo, my boy. Yo, like, why aren't you linking up? Why aren't you coming to see me? No, we all do. We respect each other. We understand that we all got goals. And if we have a chance to uh, elevate or share another person's goal, like if I got a chance to give an opportunity to somebody and promote them. They, I will promote them. They promote me, my business. I promote their business. We're always promoting their business, uh, each other's business. But we never got to the point where we thought, oh, he doesn't want to hang out with me. He never hangs out with me. He never comes visit me. He just must not like me. He never got to that point at all. And I, I love them for it, right? Next one is this. They enjoy sharing tragic stories with other people. So again, let's get back to... The good old boys club, the pity party club, like stop being in pity parties. No one wants to hear that. And a lot of times with victims, the mindset, it can creep in at any moment. No one's safe from the victim mindset. But when you hear a bunch of people complain, a bunch of people throw pity parties, a bunch of people like just, just like barf on the floor, just throw a trash in your mind, walk away from them. They're going to keep dumping that trash, right? I heard a good analogy before. Why would you, what would you do if someone came in your, came in your home 
with a, with a, with a big can of trash dumped on the floor, right? You ready to fight? You ready to, ready to uh, trash him, right? Why aren't you that defensive? Why aren't you that aggressive from keeping negative people out your life? Right? So why are you letting these people put in that trash? Don't not pit, let people put trash in your mind. To let not let their negative stories about how it didn't help work for them. Those are the same type of people who tried once and didn't try again. Right? They're gonna try their best to to prove what you're doing is not gonna work out. Like it didn't work out for them. But you because they're not you. They don't got the capabilities of you. They don't got the belief like you. So don't be a victim like them. Right? They're constantly pitting themselves down. So another victim mindset is like negative affirmations. You ever hear someone say, yo, I can't do this. I'm not good at this. I ain't got enough time for this. I'm not worried of this. I don't, I don't, I don't feel like I can go to the gym. They're constantly pitting themselves. I'm not smart enough. I don't look good enough. They're always pitting themselves down. That's another way of victimizing yourself. Stop pitting yourself down. Pitch yourself up. There's a lot of people with less talent and skill than you who are elevating themselves more than you because you're just pitting and more work. Again, don't get mad at the results you're not getting for the work you did not do. Talent can only get you far. Actions can get you farther. You can't steer a park. You cannot steer a park bus. Keep that in your mind, right? Here's another one. And this one, this one's deeper for me too. They believe they are, they're the only ones being targeted for mistreatment. At one point, I used to always think I was the one being targeted for mistreatment, right? And this was because I grew up and I got, I got bullied as a kid. So I got bullied as a kid. So I always used to be like, yo, in my head, I thought I was a target. At every moment, I thought I was a target until I got this mindset. I, I always thought I was a target, right? So at the end of the day, you're not, I learned something. It's nothing against you most of the time. It's something within them that they're fighting. So don't take anything personally. It's not a battle against you most of the time. It's a battle within themselves. If they could say those mean things to you, think what they say to themselves, right? Um, I remember this one situation, many situations like this. I'm more of explosive. If you keep messing up, I'm gonna, I might cuss you out. I'm going to cuss you out. And many people use the same phrase. Yo, don't talk to me like I'm your child. First of all, this is like I say. You you calling me a bad parent. I would never talk to my child like that. First of all. So get your mind right. Second of all, this is the main reason you're feeling this way because I'm finally holding you accountable, which I should have held you accountable many times before. So that's my fault. So I'm gonna take a I'm gonna take ownership of that. And the opposite of a victim mindset in my Opinion is ownership. Take extreme ownership of everything. If you believe work like it's up to uh, like work like it's up to you, but worry like it's up to God. That's one of the biggest quotes that changed my life. That kept me on the grind. That kept me focused. I'm gonna say it again though. Work like it's all up to you. Worry like it's all up to God. Right. Another thing is this. They refuse to analyze their beliefs or improve their life. That's what another thing victims do. Victims, they refuse to analyze their beliefs or improve their life. I remember years ago after uh, a long relationship breakup, right? I had nowhere to sleep. I had, I didn't plan it up. 
I had no car. I had to buy a car. I bought a car, packed my bags up. I just found a place to live. Luckily, one of my friends took me in because I was ready to stay in the car and I could just always take a shower at work because I worked at a pool place, right? But in my mind, it wasn't, oh man, I'm never going to get out this. Why did they do this to me? It was never that. What I was thinking was like, yo, how am I going to budget this lifestyle? I know I owe this much in credit now. I know I got to worry about my rent not being paid and they're probably not going to pay the rent and they didn't pay the rent and it hurt my credit. So now I got to take accountability for that, making this choice for this life choice. I chose to take all responsibility. I have, I grind, I grinded out doing lift before work from four to nine to pay the bills. I was in school full time. So I needed to do lift four to nine just to pay for school. Um, I had to pay other things off. So my day job paid the other things off. And I was so busted for two years straight. I was working like 80 or 90 hours a week with seeing nothing. And I was living off a of majority just trail mix, yo. But I took, if I wouldn't have done, done that, I would have still been in the same situation my whole life. I would have had to move back with my parents. I would have had to figure it out and just have a, just not a proud moment, right? I would have probably had a woe is me mindset. I would have started. And it would have affected other parts of my life, right? How you do one thing, you do everything that way. So what that means is if I would have just let life happen to me, I would have let people treat me some um any type of way. I'll let I will let um myself accept any job, right? I would have just let anything happen to me. I would have been like life's hoe. Like life would have just been a hoe. I would have been life's hoe. So, and I remember like, yo, you, you gotta stop being a hoe. You gotta just stop letting things, stop being so emotional, stop blaming everybody else for all your problems and take accountability. Stop being a hoe. And I remember in like 2016, Kendrick Lamar was using the word hoe a lot. That was my man's at that point. I start using the word, I was called everybody a hoe at work because it was, it was being a hoe, just complaining too damn much, right? They were complaining too damn much. And even though things go right, they find something to complain about. There is this, there is the, it's always something, people. Bro, it's not always something. Sometimes life don't go, goes good. Some, sometimes those days, a day goes perfect. Yo, if you look at it, sometimes days go perfect. And you gotta appreciate those days. And let's talk about like fixing this victim mindset. You gotta start like writing down what you're grateful for, what you're happy about. What makes you, what makes you so like feel alive during the day? What about self-love? Like also like, what are you doing that makes you happy every day? I got a philosophy that I learned in my solitude is like, yo, I got to do one thing that makes me happy. It doesn't have to make me money. It doesn't have to move me forward in my business. It just has to make me happy. It's a selfish thing I do. And if you feel as though other people are mistreating you, get away from them. If you feel like I'm mistreating you, get away from me. And if I don't know I'm mistreating, guess what I'm going to keep doing? I'm going to mistreat you. So if you're feeling that way and you start looking at the facts and it, it is true, if these facts are true, then I'm not going to be mad at you if you step away, right? I'm not going to be mad at all. But now you got to start looking at your beliefs. This is one thing I, I have to start realizing in my life. Was my beliefs. Where did I get my beliefs from at first? My grandfather. 
I remember when my grandfather passed, I lived with my mother. And my mother's a lot more, a lot more, a lot more ghetto than my, getting raised by my grandparents. She, she did things a lot more different. She was a little bit more rough around the edges, if you get what I'm saying. Um, <laughs> if you get what I'm saying. She was, um, she, she got the results any way she could possibly get it. And that's why I kind of get my edge from my mom. You gotta, sometimes you gotta go on the edge of the roof. So that's what I learned from my mom. Love her to death. But it was certain beliefs that, like, she was in survival mode. She was a hustler, but in survival mode. But my grandfather always was building. And he was building a clientele. He was doing his truck. He had assets. So it was a lot more different of a lifestyle. It was like someone who was just trying to survive and, and spend. And someone who were just who was doing work and that could contribute and build. And those are the two main influences in my life when it comes to finance, right? All that to say is like when I start being an adolescent and a lot of people need to do this. Once you have kids and they're teenagers, you need to stick close to them. Spend more time with your kids and their teenagers. Those are the most vital years. Those are the times I needed the most help and finding myself in anxiety and more guidance. It got to a point right when I just got bored at school. So I started skipping school. I start doing whatever. Right. And I used to just tell myself, like, oh, if my mom don't care, then I'll just skip it. And that was I I was being a victim. Like I was just taking the offense that she didn't pick me into the school. So I was like, oh, I was doing things that harmed me. I was doing some self-harm too. like victimhood can leave the self-harm. I was I could pit myself in dangerous relationship because now I'm a victim. It lowers your self-esteem, makes you go places where you're not appreciated because you're supposed to be a victim. That's supposed to that's how things are supposed to be. And you start getting into bad relationship, friends-wise, relationship, um, romance-wise, and you start accepting bad opportunities as well. You start being a sap. You really just being a hoe. And this is all from a victim mindset. But how you get out of it is one ownership, account that's extreme accountability. That's you saying, "Yo, if it's gonna, if it's if it's to be, it's up to me." Right. And that's all really all I have for you. It's going to be a nice quick drop and a nice listen. Um, but if you guys want, please message me on mediumghettopodcast.com. If you have any questions, any concerns, any stories you want to share, if you want to get on the podcast at all, please let me know. Thank you for listening to this episode. Check us out on YouTube. Uh, subscribe there. Um, subscribe to Apple Podcasts or follow on Apple Podcasts. Check me on social media. Follow me for the for the lives on Facebook and YouTube as well. And I really appreciate it. Stay medium ghetto. Roll the credits. Medium ghetto when we think you watching for listening, viewing, and tuning on in. Joining the left of the facts and for summers to cap. We can't wait till we do it again. You know we love you and we gonna see you next time again. Thank you for joining the gang. If they ask about us, don't fret. Just tell them we medium ghetto. What's all in the name? Yeah. yeah.